This is Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Ryan Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series and books such as Enlightenment, Kicking and Screaming, The Paradox of Martial Art Training, Path, as well as the book Principle-Based Warrior's Arts, Beyond the Dojo, and if you look under the name of R.D. Lawrence, you can find a exercise workbook entitled Tokushi Tetsujin Challenge and the Tokushi Kempo Student Handbook. You might even be interested in chopsticks and applesauce, but more about this later. All in all, I've written about 20 some odd books, and I believe you can find most of them on Amazon Kindle, although a few of these have not been released yet. Coming up next is our quote of the day. Every now and then, go away. Have a little relaxation. For when you come back to your work, your judgment will be sure. Leonardo da Vinci. I find da Vinci as an inspiration, not only because he was left-handed, but also because he was never satisfied with anything he did. And I find myself falling into this category as well. That is a good thing, but... On the other hand, it's also a bad thing. We have to find rest in our accomplishments and our failures. And without failures, we would never progress. Failures are the stepping stone that we need to succeed. And being able to acknowledge our failures and build upon them is one of the first steps toward that goal. And coming up next is our mind and body segment in which we'll be looking at the circle, square, and triangle over the next few weeks as it relates to Qi, Qi, Prana, the internal strength. And for all of you Star Wars fans, you may even call this the Force. Although from my view, metachlorian counts don't mean a thing. If you're able to eat and breathe and move, you have the Force although there may be multiple levels of what you perceive as the force. Looking at it as a circle, or better yet, a sphere, you could say that the force was the ability to utilize energy that your body produces from the simple act of digestion. The kanji used to write the word he is made up from symbols relating to steam being released from rice. This would give athletes and anyone in good physical conditioning a higher metachlorian count, but I believe it's not limited to just this. Sensitivity and awareness of kinetic energy also comes into factor. And on a third level, I would also speculate that there is an awareness to electromagnetic perceptions. We all have these moments where we get the hair prickle on the back of our neck. But for the most part, I teach my Kempo and my Jiu-Jitsu students that the force is the force of gravity. And all three of these methods of perceiving it work together, although somewhat subtly, to the magic that we perceive in the martial arts that we deem as key, the force. But let us first look at the circle, the sphere, 
depending upon if you're looking at it two-dimensionally or three-dimensionally. You might want to think of key as being the awareness of the wind as it plays upon a beach ball, offering no resistance to a touch, a push, a throw, or even the wind. Our ability to perceive even minute exertion of force allows us to redirect kinetic energy. This is one of the first levels of teaching the use of our awareness toward this end, and the subtlety that we do this with sometimes makes others believe that there is an outside force that is extended through us. Next week, we will look at the square and its relationship to the force. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Randlaw with no space between the Rand and the law. Coming up next is Art Chat. And today we will talk about chopsticks and applesauce, some first steps toward acquiring an unfettered mind. I wrote this book under the gun. Well, not necessarily under the gun. I've been under the gun before, but I felt as if this was under the gun. In reality, it was just a change imposed by the publisher that forced me to gut at least two-thirds of the book to fit within the parameters that they had available for publication. I had been led to believe that I needed 80,000 words or more for the book to be published, which I had. But then suddenly, two days, maybe three days, I forget which, before my deadline to submit the book, I was told that I needed to cut it down to 35,000 words. And so this being only my second or third book at the time, the other two books are no longer in existence, had me rapidly going through my tome and cutting out anything that I felt I could while I tried to paste together what I felt was necessary to remain coherent. Well, at least semi-coherent. I was very dissatisfied with the work but I turned it in because I was hoping for a boost in income to help my young son that had been diagnosed with having three months to live from cancer only to survive and then years later developing type 1 diabetes, which I had no insurance to cover as no one would cover me because of the cancer. I had already had a man who represented the government come to me in private and warning me off of trying to sue the government for this uh, non-existent radiation leak that they subsequently came in and dug up and cleared out. Still, I released the book because I also wanted to become known as the Dave Barry of martial arts. Unfortunately, the book never really took off. It did well when I sold it at my martial arts seminars and things of that nature, but online, it was a flop. In fact, I only got a one-star review on this book. Although I wasn't satisfied with it, I thought it was much better than one star. But in November of 2014, this book received its one and only review of one star and John S. Pollock 
I hope that's the pronunciation of his name, wrote, not good book at all. And, well, honestly, I felt pretty much the same. Although, years later, and I went back and looked at the Look Inside segment that is offered on Amazon Kindle, it wasn't as bad as I remembered. In fact, I even liked some of the tongue-in-cheek references from my life, but you have to be able to read between the lines and know where it's coming from, I guess. All in all, John S.P.'s one-star review encouraged me to write better books. And I don't know if I can claim that my books are better now, but at least I continued to try. And that is all we can do. And now it's time for a haiku entitled Chopsticks and Applesauce. Amazon Kindle, available paperback, volume of this work. And now it's time for the Did You Know segment. Starting off, it was reported in 69 AD that the Romans were looking for a politician who was in hiding. After finding him, they dragged him out into the street where he was killed. I wonder if this makes any of our politicians today a little squeamish. On the other hand, there was a political move that was very unpopular at the time that really paid off. Yes, in 1802, the U.S. bought the Louisiana Territory from France. This purchase gave Lewis and Clark something to do for the next couple of years. And talking about something to do for a couple of years, in 1938, a TV system got its first patent. And now, when people have nothing to do, they have something to do even if it's only flipping in between channels. And with all of the channels available, that can take up quite a bit of time. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention, in 1924, Adolf Hitler was released from prison after he served less than a year out of a five-year sentence that he had been given for treason. I often wonder if the German courts have looked back on this decision as a mistake. You know, with hindsight being 2020. It didn't take too long before they should have been reconsidering this because it was only in 1933 that the German government announced that 400,000 of its citizens needed to be sterilized for, uh, what was it, hereditary defects? Well, at least it wasn't something important like not getting polio inoculations or some such thing, so the Amish have been saved. In 1941, American pilots, the Flying Tigers, in China enter combat against the Japanese. Now it looks like that Japan is our ally, and China seems to be drawing some unfriendly lines against us. Where's Rodney King when you need him? And in closing... Elvis Presley joins the U.S. Army in 1958 at the height of his popularity, and he goes on to become a sergeant in Company D, unlike the boogie-woogie bugle boy of Company B. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo, you have been listening to Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Once again, 
I am Ryan Law reminding you to follow your dreams.